This week on the show, our pop culture news, we talk about the recently finished Marvel TV series She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, and Fortune Cookies. It is October 2022, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Brian, and this week I am joined by Evan. Hello. And that's it. Just me and Evan here today. <gasps> Linnea is busy once again doing some marching band stuff. Although I believe this is going to be the last week that she's gone for that. Hopefully. Hopefully. Unless there's some marching band emergency. Yeah. I think this was the last weekend as far as I know. So it'll be good to have her back full time. Unless, unless she gets busy doing school play stuff. Which could also be a possibility. Now that I think about it, there's probably going to be a weekend where she's doing that and she won't be here. Who knows? Anyway. Anyway, it's just you and me. Yeah. So, pop culture news. What do you have this week, Evan? This week, Minecraft Live happened. And you probably don't know what that is. But Minecraft is basically the world's most popular video game. And every year they do an event called Minecraft Live where they announce a lot of exciting new features coming and new games sometimes. And I thought also, Minecraft was a game. Oh, yeah, but they make other games. Oh. They made a, a another game called Minecraft Dungeons, and okay. now they're making another another game called Minecraft Legends. Mm. All totally different games. Okay. So, yeah. They announced some stuff about that. They announced some stuff coming in the new big update. And also, every year they do a mob vote, which in Minecraft there are a bunch of like animal-like creatures called mobs. And they can range from adorable to pretty weird. So, yeah, we, there the option was... I'm I'm just gonna name them because it's hard to describe them. Rascal, Tough Golem, or Sniffer. You can imagine what those would look like. Uh is Sniffer just a big nose? No. <laughs> That's what I imagine it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So so yeah, Sniffer won. So now there's Sniffer in Minecraft. Mm. So this is a big update to Minecraft. Yeah, it's it's coming along. It's coming sometime. So I'm going to ask you this. Is the sun actually going to be round now in Minecraft? No. <laughs> it's always going to be square. Then to me, it's not an update. Everything, the sun has to be round. Dad, everything in Minecraft <laughs> is square. If you really want it to be round, you could just get a data pack and make it. <laughs> okay. All right. Is that your news then? Yep. Okay. What's your news? My news, my my news. Once again, I have some sad news that I hmm. want to talk about. Uh, so, a very famous actor named Angela Lansbury has passed away. Oh, do you recognize that name? Not really. Not really. Okay. Uh, yeah, Angela Lansbury. She was born in 1925. She just died October 2022. She had a career that spanned eight decades. She won six Tony Awards, six Golden Globes. She run, won the Lawrence Olivier Award. She was nominated for three Academy Awards, 18 Primetime Emmy Awards, and a Grammy. Wow. Yeah. it's a uh, lot of awards. She's one of the, 
She's one of the last, if not the last, uh, person who was considered to be part of the golden age of movies, that they called it. Uh, in more recent times, more recent being <laughs> back in the 90s, uh, she starred in 12 seasons of the popular mystery show called Murder, She Wrote. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. No, I have not. She was Jessica Fletcher. She was a an author who... Uh, the we always make fun of it because wherever she went, someone was murdered, and then she'd have to solve it. So, you know, I I think people wouldn't want her to show up because people always died when she was around. But anyway, yeah, it it ran twelve seasons. It was a very popular show. Uh, you might know her because she was the voice of Mrs. Potts in Disney's Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah, and her final role is still yet to come out. It's going to be in a movie that we're all excited for. A glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. Oh. Apparently she has a part in there, which I did not know until I was doing some research about her. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing her one last time on the silver screen. And uh, Sounds exciting. Yeah, so in memory of Angela Lansbury, uh, yeah, that's my uh, pop culture news. Now on to our main topic for this week, the newest Marvel TV show, She-Hulk. She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, is the eighth Disney Plus series to be set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The show follows the life of up-and-coming lawyer Jennifer Walters, who accidentally inherits the Hulk-like powers of her cousin Bruce Banner. Choosing to reveal her powers to save a jury during a court case, Jennifer is fired from her job, but is hired by a new law firm to take on special cases involving superheroes. The show frequently breaks the fourth wall, is filled with humor, and explore some of the internet troll culture against female superheroes. The nine-episode series premiered August of 2022 and stars Tatiana Maslany as Jennifer Walters' She-Hulk. Other notable actors on the show include Jamila Jamil, Mark Ruffalo, Tim Roth, Benedict Wong, and Charlie Cox. So are we going to do questions now? Sure, or you can just start talking about it. <laughs> Okay. Do do you have some questions? Uh, I I I I I don't know. I was just asking. I can. You, you didn't write anything down. I got a, I got a whole list of things oh, to talk about. I, yeah, I I always forget to write things down, Dad. Really? Yeah. I mean, because you knew we were going to talk about this for since yeah. yesterday. <laughs> but but, I, but you didn't. You couldn't write anything down, huh? I forgot that. You forgot. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I guess we'll just come up with some on the spur of the moment, or I'll just read mine. Yeah, and I'll ask some when I figure them out. Okay, so just uh, maybe starting off, general thoughts about the show. I thought that it was really good. I liked how it didn't take itself too seriously and how it talked about the internet troll or anti-feminist kind of culture, which this show might probably get. I don't know. I haven't looked at the internet about that recently. <laughs> okay. First off, so it was nine episodes some of these Marvel shows have had six episodes. Some have had, what, eight maybe? This one had yeah. nine. What do you think of the nine episodes? Was it too many, too few, just right? I feel like they, it could have gone short. It could have gone longer. I don't, it doesn't really matter to me. I feel like this show just, I feel like it did good with the time it had. And if it did more, it could also do good with that. And less, it could do good with that. <laughs> I just feel like it, it's it's perfectly fine. Okay. My feeling was a little different. I felt that a lot of the episodes at the beginning didn't have much focus. To me, it seemed like this probably could have been 
maybe better served by six episodes rather than nine. Some of the episodes to me just felt like they dragged a bit, like there wasn't really that much going on to warrant a whole episode. I feel like they really went into the whole sitcom aspect of it with the nine episodes Mm -hmm. more than the Marvel show aspect of it. Right. So yeah, so leaning on the sitcom episode, humor-wise, what did you think of the show? I thought it was very good. I liked basically all the jokes. They got some good laughs out of me. I liked all the fourth wall breaks. Was there some humor that stood out? What was a favorite humorous moment for you? Well, I I just have to... <laughs> I have to be very, like, big here because I don't want to do spoilers, but I would, I would just say the second half of the last episode. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of the this season finale. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good, good, good. Yeah, I, f- I found the humor in the show quite funny. I think of all the Marvel TV series that we've watched, and this is the eighth one, as you mentioned, this one had me laughing out loud the most. That's hard for a show to get me to do. I don't, you know, I find things funny, but I rarely laugh out loud. But this show had some really good humor in it that, that made me just laugh out loud. I thought it was it was very good. At the same time, I felt, again, like I said, I think the nine episodes were just too long because it felt like a lot of it dragged for me. Even though there were so many funny bits, it really had to work at it. <laughs> yeah. For me, anyway. Yeah. Do you think this show was a comedy? Was it a legal drama? Was it a superhero show? Like, sh- Should it have been one more than the other? What do you, what do you think of that kind of thing? They managed to fit a lot of stuff in this show. And I feel like it's too hard to just, like, say one thing about it now. They they managed it all wisely, but they did it, like, so wisely to the point where it feels like it's, like, a whole different genre. Like, I feel like now you can make person struggling as a lawyer who's also a superhero just, like, its own genre. Okay. And I feel like that would work well enough. One thing I always wonder about legal dramas, and I don't know, you, being that you're only 12, you probably haven't watched many legal dramas have you no <laughs> so i, I have, do not spend my time watching law and order right yeah i i have some friends who are actual lawyers and they poo-pooed this show because it's not you know legal it's not actual legal stuff it's you know writers imagining what legal dramas are i don't know if that detracts from you who knows nothing about law it, it certainly doesn't detract from me because I really know nothing about law, and I, you know, I probably think of these shows as, yeah, they're probably not true legal dramas, but it's sort of a fun premise. What, what do you? What's your take on that? I mean, if you care so much about having a good lawyer show, you don't, you don't need to watch a show set in the Marvel universe. <laughs> like, go watch Law and Order or something. A lawyer, jeez. Um, but I, I, I still think it seemed good enough. Me never having even been in the courtroom or seen a show like that. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, okay. So this show, like the comics, which I guess I didn't know about. Well, I mean, I knew about She-Hulk. I didn't know about this aspect I'm bringing up. But Breaking the Fourth Wall, uh, what did you think of that aspect of the show? I like how they managed that. Breaking the Fourth Wall is one of the more comedic moments of the show, I feel like. To me, at least, I like how they did it a lot. I like how it fits with the actual comic character. Yeah, that that's the thing that I didn't know about. I, I saw some panels of some She-Hulk comics where 
where she's actually ripping up the pages that she's on and jumping to other pages and things like that. <laughs> so I guess I never knew that, that her character was like that, but, but they really brought that into this show, I believe. Because right from the outset, Jennifer Walters is talking to the audience almost within the first minute of the show. So you know that's kind of what the show is going to be. It doesn't really hit you over the head. It's it's here and there and a little. But by the end of the show, yeah, she starts asking, okay, what's you know what, what's up with this episode? Why are we doing this? And and then by the end of the the season finale, like you mentioned, Evan, there's <laughs> there's some real breaking the fourth wall. I really like what they did with the end of the final episode. Mm-hmm. Because if it played out like it was supposed to, I'm going to say, it would have just been, it would probably be a much lower rating. But since they did what they did with it, it was amazing. So for people out there who think that most all superhero shows are more or less the same, you got the same ending, people, big fight, you know, what, what not. This show takes that in a totally different direction, and yeah, I think you should watch it. <laughs> it didn't end in a sky laser. Yeah, it it didn't end with buildings falling, or, or what, cities falling? What, what was our thing about, wasn't it cities always falling? <laughs> out of the sky. Things out of the sky, yeah, yeah. Definitely not that. It wasn't big worldwide stakes, so that was good. It wasn't a big knockdown drag out fight. And maybe I won't say more than that because I don't want to give away what it actually was, but yeah, it's, it's unlike any other ending, which I think is good. I, it was nice to see something different. I, I totally agree with that. Sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member for $90 more. I can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more. You'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach sweat platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Good guys versus bad guys. And what I mean by that, I, I wrote this down. I found this show. So, so we have a female protagonist, Jennifer Walters, She-Hulk. And I liked a lot of this show. It it felt like it was from the perspective of, well, of, I mean, it, it was from the perspective of a woman, modern day woman, and dealing with all the, just be blunt, all the crap that men do to women, whether it's, you know, like the internet trolling, whether it's, you know, not knowing who to trust, whether it's being picked up in a bar and... I like how this show handled that. I like how this show really subverted my expectations for who was good and who was bad. Uh, we get some character. There was a whole episode where uh, she was with a whole group of men who I thought were the bad guys, and no, they weren't. It, it, just, it was weird because in a superhero show, that's kind of what I expected. <laughs> so I like that it really, you know, I was on the edge of my seat going, okay, when are they going to, they're all gonna. They're all gonna jump on her. They're all gonna. You know. They're all. They're gonna attack her. And I just kept waiting for it, waiting for it, and it never happened. And then it was someone who I totally didn't expect, who was actually the person who took advantage of her. Yeah. Which probably could be real life. It's you know, <laughs> it's always the person you least expect. But um, I, I guess I just like that that that's how the show presented itself. It wasn't for me at least. It wasn't easy to guess who was who. 
I, I I completely agree with that. I I like every how every character, even if they're like a villain, has a reasoning to do the things they do, instead of just the fact that oh I'm I'm a bad guy. I like how the show was able to do all that while also being funny and good, mm-hmm. and it, the show just makes more sense than most other Marvel shows. I feel like. <laughs> okay, my one caveat. Uh, so I enjoyed. A lot of the actors. What did you think of the actors in the show? I like them a lot. I think they all did a great job at the roles that they were assigned. Do you have a favorite? Have a standout? What, uh, uh, Tatiana Maslany, who played She-Hulk. What did you think of her? Great, ten, like, 10 out of 10 performance. Okay. Yeah. I feel like she was the best for the role that you could have gotten. <laughs> I really liked her. What, what do you call her, like, other... Oh, like her professional assistant yeah. or something? Yeah, with the, with the woman with the dark hair? I can't yeah, remember I her, her name. name. I, I really liked her role. Yeah, so uh, yeah. So the person you're talking about, her name is Ginger Gonzaga. That's a, such a cool name. That's her name. And she played, her. the character she played was Nikki Ramos. So she was her, uh, her assistant and best friend. Yeah, it was good. It's good to see great female relationships, and they stick up for each other, and they help each other, and... Yeah, it was just nice. Yeah, I I I think out of all the characters, she was just my standout. I liked how realistic she felt. She just felt like an actual person there, sure. like in that exact situation, and how they would respond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I, I sort of mentioned it before, and then I went off on a tangent. the The one person that I thought was really underused was the person who I was kind of looking forward to see the most in this show was Jamila Jamil. And you might know her from... The Good Place? The Good Place. Yeah, I was spacing out on the name of it. You know, when they announced that she was going to be in the show as one of the villains, I thought, oh yeah, that that's going to be awesome. And I don't know. she. It almost just felt like a bit part, sort of throwaway, kind of there for... Just because we need someone to be in that episode, I yeah it yeah I so I was really disappointed by her character. I, I guess I don't know what more to say about that. What do you think? I also thought that while watching the show, I still think the show is good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really good. I just I also know that actor is amazing, and she was kind of underused. Yeah, yeah. When I, she was in it, she did a great job, like portraying the character that she would have been or that she was in the show. And I guess maybe that's part of my expectations being subverted because I'm used to superhero shows having big knockout, drag out fights, and that's not what the show was. So I guess maybe that's just sticking it to me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But but yeah, so, so I can see that. I, but I just, I felt like if you're going to get Jamila Jamil... The part that she played just didn't feel like she had to put any work into it, it you know? Yeah. I, know. I it To me, it just wasn't meaty enough for someone of her acting ability. Yeah. So if they do a second season and if she's back, I hope they give her more to do. For me, she was the one character that also didn't feel that fleshed out with what they had. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they're evil just because they want to sell products. I guess what I don't I don't think that works that yeah. well. Yeah, it's kind of strange. <laughs> so, 
Uh, the last question I had on my list was the CGI in the show, especially of She-Hulk. When the trailer first came out, there was really a big outcry because it looked very shoddy. Uh, what did you think of the CGI when we actually got the series? To be honest, at first, I didn't really notice much of a difference. I thought it looked a bit better, but yeah. Did it distract you at all, or was it okay? It was, I mean, it didn't distract me as much. They they did a great job with Hulk. I can say that. She-Hulk was fine, the CGI. Mm-hmm. It didn't distract me. It just felt like a normal like movie animation stuff. To me, it felt like they had all the Hulk stuff from the movies, and then it felt like the She-Hulk CGI was a TV series, and it felt like they weren't quite at the same level. Yeah, Hulk mesh. still feel like he was taken out like of Avengers Endgame, his quality. Mm-hmm. It must have just like been the exact same scan that they took of him then, just yeah. like with different clothes and stuff. I feel like it got better throughout the show, and maybe that was just me getting used to it. Yeah, I guess. But I do like how, I know maybe this isn't necessarily a spoiler, but but at some points where where they actually point out that she's not being She-Hulk because it because of the CGI cost too much. <laughs> yeah. The, the breaking the fourth wall there. Uh, so I'll just throw that little tidbit in, which I thought was amusing. Uh, yeah, so those were all the things I had. How about you? Do you have anything you wanted to discuss? Hmm. What do you think about the way that she got her powers? It was fine, I guess. I I mean, she had to get them some way, I guess. Uh, do you know how does she get them in the comic books? I'm not sure. Not sure, yeah. I mean, I guess it served the story. It seemed kind of coincidental. What, what, yeah. what do you think? It seemed like a lot of stuff happened at like the same time. Like, oh, there's an alien ship. Oh, there's a car crash. Oh, now she's Hulk. Mm. This is a lot. I And I don't... <laughs> you have to suspend your disbelief for yeah. all these things happening to uh, bring it about. It's fine. I'm not going to quibble with it. It is what it is. And, you know, she has to get her power somehow. And she has to... I'm sure she has to get them from Bruce. It was an interesting enough way. I think that it was still... a. Uh... A lot of coincidence happening at the same time. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Not really. Not really. Okay. The, I just really like the ending episode. Yeah. Except for the ending of the ending episode. I like some of that, but there was one really weird moment that was foreshadowing like another movie. Mm. But I was like really confused. I mean, I knew what was happening. It was just like it all happened like five seconds. <laughs> sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah, so it seems like we both generally have pretty positive reviews of She-Hulk. Yeah. On a scale of 1 to 10, what do you think? I'm going to give it a 9. Okay, wow. That's really good. I really liked it. It's my. It was probably my favorite Marvel show. Really? Yeah, I just, I don't know why I liked it so much. I just <laughs> did. Okay. Because I didn't get that feeling from you when we were watching it. Yeah, I really but like I it. That's just me. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, I'm trying to decide what I would want to give it. It's like I said, I think I think nine episodes just felt too long to me. It felt like some of it really could have been edited out and just maybe gone down to six, seven. I think that may have worked better. I think I'm gonna give it 
As much as I was saying that it's laugh out loud funny, which which it was, as much as I love the ending, I think I think the sag in the middle part kind of brings it down for me. So I'm going to say I'm going to give it a seven and a half. But I'm still I'm still going to qualify it that it was very fun, and I think you should watch it because it's definitely not like other superhero shows, if that makes sense. Yeah. So there we go. Anything else? Any last minute thoughts, or is that about it to wrap it up? I think that's about it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, she helped check it out. It's on Disney Plus. We both liked it, and uh, guess we'll move on now to fortune cookies. Okay, my fortune is aim at the stars, but keep your feet on the ground. That sounds like an old uh, saying. Shoot for the stars, even if you missed, you'll land. Uh, no, there was a um. Oh wait, shoot for the moon. There was a top. Oh, when I was a kid, there was a like top. Uh, it was Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem's, I don't know, top 40 or something, and he would count down the top 40 songs in the U.S. every year, or not every year, every week, pop songs. And he, at the end of his show, he always said something like that. Aim for the stars, but keep your feet on the ground. So, I don't know. It sounds just like this fortune. <laughs> anyway, I'm blathering on. What's your fortune? Mine is achievement is 1% aspiration and 99% perspiration. Ah, yes. I've heard that before. Yeah, I have not. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of Lunchbox Reaction. Once again, my name is Brian. I was joined this week by Evan. That's me. That is you. You can find us on the web at lunchboxreaction.net. You can find us on Twitter at lunchboxreaction. Drop us an email, lunchboxreaction at gmail.com. Join us uh, next week when we, I don't know, tackle another topic. Who knows what we'll do next week. We generally don't plan that far ahead, do we? No. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next week at the lunch table. Bye.